0: Yes. Uh, Steelers podcast. I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm here with Paul and, and Joe. And I got to say, when this whole thing started, we didn't know what the Steelers season was going to be like. I was looking forward to it. And I'm like, they're going to lose games. I'm looking forward to it. I enjoy always talking to Paul. Uh, Joe, Joe kind of came aboard and started helping us out. And I'm like, this is great. This is times I'm looking forward to. I got to tell you at work today, and I like my job, but I'm like, ugh, looking forward to 5 p.m. Because, again, you guys, good. Talking about that nightmare last night with the Steelers losing to the Bengals, 27-17, to I don't want to talk about it. So here's what we're going to do. We have about 45 minutes to break it down. We are the Steelers podcast. Yes, we are going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about some upcoming stuff. But word of warning, after 15 minutes, we may start talking about anything, and it could be something ridiculous. So, if you're here for hardcore, let's break down every play, let's break down every player, you may want to turn away. I mean, we definitely have, I am Steelers wise to talk about, but I will, I warned these guys beforehand. I can't break this game down. I don't want to. I mean, it was just, they pooped. It was just like, they just, you know, it was and not tough. in
1: that good Lamar Jackson kind of way.
0: Yes. It was not like they came out and they were all powered and they came back and won. It was tough. Yeah. And so here, here's how I want to approach it. And I listened to a couple of Stewards podcasts today that broke down the game. And, yeah, it was bad. They lost to Ryan Finley. I, I'm, I Guys, I don't even know what you want to say about the game. <laughs> so here's what I want to do. We, we go position by position. We look at it. Let's look ahead. Obviously we'll have to look behind at the junk to look ahead. But this week they're playing the Colts. Now guys, this is tough. It's the national game. <laughs> so our friends Jim Nance and Tony Rome will be announcing it and I, I don't know. I mean it could be embarrassing. I mean, this could be tough. And then
1: well it can't some- be any more embarrassing than what we've just done. Uh we we, what is- we- Listen, can it be like a, a game that was so hyped that it got postponed seventy to 73 times or something, and then it finally happened, and then it was just just ugly? And then we had a Monday night football game. Well, before that was Sunday night, right? Sunday night, terrible. Monday night football game, terrible. Like what, what – can well, we go back into the darkness and play games where even yes. even fans from Pittsburgh aren't allowed to watch and whatever else, and then we just win mysteriously? Yeah, I, I was fine with that. Can we just do that? The games where because I live in Mississippi, I never get to see Steelers games unless they're the prime games, and I'm always watching on you know an app that's telling me play by play of what just happened about eight minutes ago. And like, <laughs> What's and then, think, then we won. And that was great.
0: I think it was Ben's first year. They were 15-1. And and I think they were struggling. They were kind of like 8-8 eight eight maybe the year before. They played like 14 or 15 games at 1 p.m. And that was a glorious year because they went 15-1 that year. They had a fantastic year. But they play all their games with one. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm <clears> going to be 46 <throat> in a couple weeks. I, I get tired. You know, they talk about 825 games, and I'm like, I'm in bed by 825. What the heck? You know, I'm here in the Columbus area. Ohio State's going to play two weeks or whenever, and they're talking about that game not starting until 915. I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) Why are we starting these games? I'm going to have a good time watching it on TiVo that next morning because there's no way.
0: I, I shouldn't say that because yes, we all should be going, yay, Ohio State. But you know, come on, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, hey, I, I, mean,
1: I, I live in SEC country, and everyone's just sort of rolling their eyes. No let's joke. go to let's go They're to the traditional
0: Sunday at one p.m. You go to church, you leave, um, you come home, you, you flip on the game. Well, let's get back to the traditional, not this Wednesday at three p.m. or the Monday at five or, or or even this Sunday at Monday night games. So let's yeah. 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 You wouldn't want to be the NFL commissioner because now the trendy thing is let's have all these great games all over the place. No. Every game Sunday at 1. <laughs> West Coast, play them Sunday at 1. If they have to start at 10 a.m., whatever. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you see where this that's is going. Because, that's
1: why for so right. long the Steelers were always playing the 1 p.m. game because, you know, that's 10 a.m. On, on the West yeah. Coast. I mean, we, we, we're, we're eating our breakfast and then turning around and playing a football game. That's That's not right. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I saw this was a one
0: p.m. game. I'm wondering if it's Nancy Romo. Sometimes the like, halfway during the week, you say, "Hey, you know, it's going to be the four twenty game, or whatever." I, I'm imagining you might see it being four twenty. Who knows? It's it's twenty twenty. <laughs> the game could be they could put the game at nine a.m. just for heck of it. So who knows?
1: Um, and and then, all of the races. Oh, there's a lot of races that are still in play. Right. So there's a lot well, of good games that are happening. So
0: Yeah, and that was going to be my next point. We'll talk about the Browns, but now the Browns are a factor in the AFC Central uh, North race. I'm going to say AFC Central. Um, that game is scheduled for 1 the p.m. World
1: being upside down.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that game's 1 p.m. the final week of the year. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that becomes a 425 game. You'll probably see Nance Romo again, or maybe even a Sunday night game. It could be flex. Uh, usually NBC likes to have the – Divisional championship games that they have. And, unfortunately, it looks like that might be – man, can you imagine if the regular season ends with a depleted Steelers team getting bum-rushed by the Browns? I I wouldn't watch that game. You know what I mean? Like, we could still have the Steelers podcast, and we would just talk about crap. I mean, I I don't want to do that. It it would be tough. All right. So, so, see, I I guess here's what I'm thinking. So, here was the struggle I had. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger, we know. He was awful. The first half was, I mean, I, I yearned for the good old days of Mason Rudolph. I yearned for Mark Malone, my least favorite quarterback in the history of the Steelers. I, I mean, they would have been fantastic compared to Big Ben. Um, you know, Paul and I were talking about this, Joe, a little bit beforehand. I think uh, he his elbow's exhausted. I mean, I, I told you guys last night in the fit of anger that he's done, retired, I, I, you know, do, what, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think it's his elbow or something else?
2: I I have a working theory that when he had that fancy dapper haircut and the neatly shorn beard, we were on fire. And then he let the hair grow out and shaved the beard. That's all I can. That that's how desperate I am now to try to figure out what in the world is going on. It, we we need dapper Ben back. Yeah, well. I watched that documentary, which was
0: a good documentary, but they have one scene where they're talking to the doctor about, hey, I feel better making these throws and not these throws and everything. And we've talked about this all year. Ben's thrown it 50, 60 times a game often. He's 38. He came off a year-long surgery. I mean, yeah, I mean I think the hair had something to do with it. I just think you're putting too much pressure on the arm. I don't know, Joe.
1: Well, their struggles with the run game just put him in the position to do this. But the thing that I'm seeing when I'm watching the game, and I am, uh, you know, untrained eye, I'm just a dude who watches games. He just doesn't seem to have a good vision of what's what's yeah. going on in the field. The 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 increase in interceptions. He's throwing a lot into double, triple. Uh, there was there was the throw uh to Claypool, that <laughs> yes, we were trying to decide if there were four or five people covering him. Yeah. There was, I couldn't, I couldn't fully tell if there was a fifth person there or not. Why in the world would you make that throw? I have no idea. But he is not see that interception where he just threw it, and there was not a stealer anywhere near it. Right. It was just directly to a Bengal. I don't, I don't know what is causing his inability to see the field and to predict what his receivers are doing. I don't know if his receivers aren't running the routes that they're supposed to run. Usually you can kind of tell that. That doesn't seem to be the case. He's just not seeing it and and able to execute whatever it is he's seeing. I feel like it's a vision problem because he still has the ability to throw the deep ball. He got that ball down to where Claypool was. Uh, He's able to do it when called upon. Uh, There's not usually like he's – you know ten fifteen yards off when he's throwing it deep, so I don't necessarily think it's the arm. he's definitely being asked to throw it too many times. It was too late in the game for Snell to actually start gaining yardage uh so he was throwing it just way too much and way too early,
0: yeah um. Well, I I guess the ever working theory I heard, and, and Paul, I'm not sure if you heard this. You're, you're in Pittsburgh, so you you list a lot more Pittsburgh talk rate than we get a chance to. But I heard a, a talk that I didn't remember this. In the Tennessee game, he got nicked up like halfway through the game, and people were saying that was part of the reason why like, Pittsburgh looked like world beers in the first half. And It was like, man, they're, they're Super Bowl bound. And then they, they had to barely hang on. And they were saying since then, you see kind of a marked you know, decline. Like he got banged up against Dallas and other stuff too. And, yes, I don't necessarily think he's done, but when he's 38 and he's getting nicked up and he's coming off a year. And, Paul, I don't know if you remember this, but, man, Peyton Manning. Yeah, you know, he first went to Denver, and his first year he was Patrick Mahomes and everybody else combined. He threw for like 50 touchdowns, and the last year they did win the Super Bowl, but he was like Charlie Batch, just his game manager. He wasn't really throwing a ton. So, I I I, I mean, what I guess what we need to talk about is what hopes do you have? I I know you've been very negative on the Steelers' chances uh, against the Colts and the Browns coming up, and then in the first round of the playoffs. What do you want to see? out of Ben. I mean, I, you want to see him start? What, what do you think the game plan should be? Maybe, and again, we're not anticipating a win, but just for them moving forward. You know, they're going to put a team out there. On, I mean, what do you think Ben should do on Sunday?
2: I mean, I think Ben and Tomlin need to have a deep series on one. Um, now, I've heard a lot of rumors that something's going on with Ben's knee. Um I don't know if that's the totality of it, but I think, I mean, I'm looking back at the good old days of last year when we beat Cincinnati, Duck just threw for 118 yards. Um, so I, I think he seriously needs to sit down with Tomlin and they need to figure out, as controversial as it would be to bench Ben, um, if he needs a week, if he needs two weeks. To, to just get right, rest, whatever. Um, at this point, I, I maybe I've just fully bought into my cynicism. I think we have pooped away the division. Uh, we've got a playoff spot. So, Ben, take a break. Um, get right, whatever. Uh, we'll let Mason take it the last two weeks. You can just get headspace, whatever is going on. Take two weeks, just get right. I really thought
0: halftime, and and what are we even talking about? I mean, look at Ben's big career and everything. When have we ever said, "Man, we got bench Ben"? I mean, especially the first eleven games with eleven to zero. I mean, for us to say that anywhere at the beginning of the year would have been crazy. I really thought maybe that move should have been made at halftime. Because I'm sitting there at halftime going, there's no way he's going to bring it back. But then he had the weird drive in the first opening drive of the second half where, yeah, the long pass to Claypool was a screen. I mean, it wasn't you know a great throw. But he had a, a good throw to Washington. And I literally at that point said, man, they could be coming back. Uh, I don't know how he – how did he – was it just he – Put his strength in and did that one throw. Because I'm sitting here like, man, maybe he is back. You know, I take back everything I said. Because that was a good throw. Now, unfortunately, it's probably the only good throw he had all night. But I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, coming out of halftime, they they really started to look sharp and look good. They had a good defensive stop. They 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 looked sharp. The thing that was nice, there was at least one play. Oh, I think it was. Uh, I don't remember. There was a there was a play where they had to they really had to hold the line. And they did, they put, they called a running play and they, they pushed through and got the push they needed and got the first down. And it felt really good to see our O line actually push forward and get progress. It felt like all night they were against the wall, taking those two steps back and not able to get a push forward, especially to help the run game. Like that's, that's, been kind of the concern with the run game. It's not that Snell can't run anywhere. The guy can run. He's got to have holes to run in. Um, and they've just real ha- had a real hard time with the O line communicating well and getting just physical and making the the gaps that they need to make. And just like right at the beginning of the third quarter, it's like ah, oh, there it is. We're able to do it. Yes, that, they understand and they are physically capable of making it happen. It didn't continue to happen, and they struggled through the fourth quarter.
0: I agree with Paul playing moving forward. And who knows? You know, know, they're very mysterious on how injured Ben may or may not be. But why not give Mason Rudolph one week? Now, again, I I feel silly saying this because Mason Rudolph was shaky at best. But, you know, when Mason looked good, he was a game manager. I think they could beat the Colts if if Mason Rudolph played game manager – Bainesville has a good game, and their defense plays well. And, yeah, you're not going to get 40 yards on Mason Rudolph, but, jeez, I mean, Ryan Finley, the guy who beat the Steelers yesterday, didn't even have 100 yards passing. So, I, you know, Paul mentioned that, and I know Paul's not a big Mason Rudolph fan. Joe, I mean, what, uh, what, I'm, I'm what really would well, you
1: tell Ben? I hear what you're saying, and I think it's a great idea if they can own up to a legitimate specific injury that Ben has. Uh, he he can't he can't just sit down for a week because he's old. Uh, that's not a thing that you can do. Um, if you're old then and you can't do it anymore, then one week's not going to help you. Um, but the last thing I, in the world I want to see is Mason Rudolph against the Browns in the last game of the season that will decide the oh, AFC yeah. North. I do not want to see that. No, I would well, rather I- see bad Ben <laughs> throw interception after interception and us get blown out in that game than watching uh, uh, Mason Rudolph get beat in the head again by Miles Garrett.
0: I may mean, literally, if it, if it turned out to be a divisional title game and they, it, it, was you know, the flex at the NBC because NBC always loves having those, you know, one day game showdown for the division. I mean, not even watch it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if they look like gets horrible against the Colts, I might just say, hey, I'm going to take a pass. I'll watch the 10 minute version of the game on YouTube so we know what we're talking about for the podcast. <laughs> because I don't think I could take on Sunday Night football, you know, my Twitter feed be- and the Facebook feeds being full of Browns fans.
1: Just. Hey, man. There's an off button on your phone. Just turn well, it off. Well,
0: and there's an off button on the TV. I mean, hey, there's an the off like...
1: button on the phone. And, and I hate a to say anything. on, You know just that, that post-Christmas feel.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm just being honest. I mean, I know, you know, this being a series podcast, we should be like, oh, we need to watch every play and everything, but I, I mean, I just felt I mean, it wasn't angry or sad. I was just kind of lost watching that game. It, it
2: was just, uh, it was tough. I'm at a point now where, you know, early on, I'm like, take the division, take the Super Bowl, we're taking it all, and now I'm like, Okay, we have our playoff spot. And what I don't want And on the one hand do I agree with you but it's also like I don't want to go into the playoffs with Ben riding a five game losing streak. Oh, I'm like I'm just like, you know what? Let's forfeit the division. Get even if Ben needs to get his head right, come back in a blaze of glory with a straight head in the playoffs and let's get you know, you're thirty eight, let's get the Super Bowl. We'll come back for the division another time. We got to focus on the Super Bowl. And um, if if he goes on a five game losing streak heading into this, uh, that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I like what he said earlier in the week before this loss. You know, it was a game. They played a professional football game and they, they lost it. I mean, that's, we can all shake our heads that they're a two in 10 mm-hmm. team, uh, but they are a professional football team. So sometimes things happen, but he was saying, you know, we're, we're not right right now as a, as a unit, we're all not right. There are things that are not right all over our, our team. And and it takes time to get those things, right. The Steelers season is usually such that we are terrible at the beginning and are rocking through November and December. That is usually the way we do it. We're trying it a different way this year. We ran we ran it up at the beginning, and our struggles are happening now. And not to be the excuse guy not to beat a dead horse, this schedule has been brutal. Right. The, the, uh, the defensive injuries that we're fighting are devastating. Right. They would be devastating most other teams. And we are looking bad with them but we're not as devastated as other teams might be. If you lose somebody like Bush, you know, off of another team, like you're just done. You're in the, you're in the running for the first pick in the draft. And that's like week three that happens. And you're already done for the season. That's not been what the Steelers are. Now we're fighting through. Now we're having to pick up people who are free agents and trying to work them in and say, Oh, by the way, we're going that direction. Like, yeah. Um, well, why do you think the defense it, played? It's amazing that we've actually been able to do what we can do. There are things that are wrong. There are things right. that hopefully we can fix. We don't have an easy road or a, two easy teams to fix them against.
0: Yeah. All right. So Paul and I are in favor of starting Mason, get Ben the week off, make an excuse. And Joe's like, try to. out. You, I'll
1: give you one game, but I don't give you two. I don't oh, think, no. I,
0: I would say one game, if we're up to me. Yeah.
1: But, but, I, I think, but I feel like there has to be a legitimate re- – like, let's talk about what is actually wrong with him in order to 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 give him the week off. Like, it just well, can't it's, be it's, mental you, health day. Like, we we don't do that here.
0: Well, here's the other thing that baffles me. And what difference, like, three weeks makes? Uh, there was a report from Adam Schefter. I think it was right before the game, like, Sunday morning, all the insiders tried to break news and everything. Well, they were like <laughs> – Ben plans are coming back next year. And yeah. in past years, i would be like, wow, this is great. We don't have to, you know, find that quarterback to the future right away. I saw that report like Sunday morning. And I'm like, I was kind of like, uh, uh, this kind of sucks. I mean, like, I it was so weird. I, I, I it, it, as soon as we're going for all these weird, I, I, I'm still pro big Ben. I just, that cliff happens for quarterbacks at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping he hasn't hit the cliff yet. And and maybe that's the argument for starting against the Colts because, I mean, I don't think Mason Rudolph's going to come in and blow everyone's doors yeah. off. But, you know, maybe you have to play against the Colts to say, is the cliff there or not? Because can you imagine if he goes out against the Colts and plays like he did against the Bengals? I mean, they, they got to pull him.
2: I, I mean, there was a bill corner no, I was just going to say, with, with him coming back next year, I, I think he has to, uh, because otherwise we're either handing the reins off to Rudolph, which, no, I'd rather give it to Santa's Rudolph, um, or we're going to have to hope that the draft works out in our favor. We can pick up – it seems like there's more quarterbacks, good quarterbacks coming out than teams desperate for quarterbacks. We might land one of these guys. Um which I hope we do, but it would be nice to have Ben fill a gap in there. Um so I yeah, I, I just I hope tomorrow if they figure it out <laughs> yeah. avoid any other
0: <laughs> well and the big question and it, you know is a little early to talk about next year, but you know he's got forty one million dollar salary cap hit. And you know, to be worth $41 million, you know, we could say, man, what a legacy he has. We don't want to kick him out the door. We don't want to see Big Ben playing backup for the Browns next year or whatever. You know, I, I get all that. But $41 million. And, you know, it's quite possible the side cap might be a little bit lower uh, with COVID, you know, really cutting in some of the profits and everything. They may not be able to afford him. I mean, Big Ben could come out and be Patrick Mahomes so they could win the Super Bowl. And, you know, if he doesn't restructure his contract, I mean, they, they, they may not be able to afford him. I mean, they got other free agents. I mean, they're up against the cap capitalized. That's the ever-testing.
1: If it were other players, I'd be more concerned about that. I think Ben has always done, when I look at it and I'm a – you know, I'm a dude who does not make anywhere near what any of these football players make. Don't. <laughs> He's always been oh. a guy who comes out and does what to me looks like to be the right thing. He's doing the thing right. for a team. He restructures contact, contracts. He makes sure that the, the players that are around him that we need to keep are kept until the other two bees lost their minds and got greedy for money and decided right. to go play for more money other places and do infinitely worse than they had been doing. Okay, good for them, if that's what you want to do. Awesome. Um, I, I I keep hearing a lot of rumors and stuff about, you know, the, the quarterback situation in the NFL and everybody's wanting to jump on uh, Big Ben's back and say he probably needs to hang it up and what should the Steelers do next year? And, you know, the, the, the draft is always kind of a mixed bag. We're not going to be drafting at the high end of the draft. We never do. And we even if we do, we don't take we don't take quarterbacks in the first round. We just don't do that. Um, but uh, there were we also don't to pick up people off of other people's teams. But uh, two players that I know have been in the conversation have been uh, if the Eagles want to dump one of their two guys, and that's probably getting rid of Wince. Right, uh, right. Would would Wince make a good fit? In in Pittsburgh, the other name that I hear is if the jets do a full fire sale and get rid of Sam Darnold. Um, also- I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, Vince doesn't seem like a good bet. I don't think with, <laughs> he, he does not look good in a while. And I, it's hard to know what all needs to get fixed there. Definitely. There's something in his mechanics up upstairs that has to get fixed. And it's not happening in, in Philadelphia. Darnold feels like a, a a guy that if you if you were able to pick him up in a fire sale, uh, and put him behind Big Ben for a year, yeah, you, you feel like there's there's some mechanics in there that are solid, that could be something that big, would be good to build off of. That that suggestion has struck me as, huh, that's an interesting idea. Um, I, I just don't know what the Jets are going to want to do, and if they think they're they're solid with Darnold and put in all of the other pieces. From everywhere, uh, right. they let everything go. So, I can't imagine that's going to be a place anybody wants to be for a while. I, I also
0: know. heard the name Matt Stafford being thrown out there. I'm uh, just saying,
1: yeah, no, what, no, <laughs> <laughs> what a <are> we <laughs> game? three years? No, no, right,
0: right. No. Well, it that's would be a
1: the, terrible idea
0: if you think they're still a competitive, you know, playoff team, you know, Stafford. Yeah, I'm not saying Stafford is as good as Big Ben is or was or whatever, but, you know, they're saying you're not taking it default. Well, it, it's like the, the thought was the Colts this year. I mean, the Colts could have just said, let's draft a young hotshot quarterback, but it takes a couple of years. You know, they bring in Phillip Rivers. They know Rivers is going to be there forever, but, you know, Rivers has them in the playoffs. You know, I, I don't look at the Colts as a Super Bowl team, but I, I, I don't know. Well, it's fine. too early to with them.
1: Who's behind Rivers right now? Like, is there somebody that got Jacoby Brissett. Oh, uh, he's been around for a while. Like, he's kind of a known quarterback. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, wake up and be that be that franchise superstar, is he?
0: No, he came highly regarded from New England. Uh, he came to Indianapolis. He wasn't terrible, but he wasn't dominating. And I think they brought Rivers in because they anticipated they were a playoff team, and they felt they could get a little further with Rivers and they would percent. It's weird. They they're still paying percent decent money. He's their backup now, um, yeah. so I, I don't know. It's probably it's way too early to say. But again, I, I guess the only point I'm trying to make of all this is saying the cliff is coming for Big Ben. And I'm hoping, I'm uh, like you, Joe. I'm hoping he throws ten touchdowns on Sunday. He's laughing at all of us and and now he's back to being Big Ben again. I'm I'm just wondering is the cliff coming and maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Paul. I mean, maybe we rest him for a week, but then on the other hand, we kind of cast her a lot. You know, maybe we throw him out there for the last two weeks, and if he totally bombs, you know, you bring in Mason to, to replace him, and you know the time's over. I don't know. It's tough. Well, we are getting kind of toward... We've got over half a show on Big Ben, so let's briefly <laughs> talk about some of the other stuff out there. Um, Benny Snell, now... Um, I thought it was okay. He didn't really do a lot at the beginning of the game, but he was a pretty hard runner at the end of the game. I think he ended up with like 84 yards, if I remember right, uh, which, which was good. He was stellar, you know, compared to the other Steelers. Um, I'm okay with them running Benny Snell. I was listening to Tomlin's press conference today. He – Mentioned that, you know, Connor could be ready for next week. And I'm like, <laughs> let's make sure he's not ready. <laughs> Hopefully you can, like, you know, leave him at the hotel or something. But I, I don't know. I mean, are you guys okay with Benny Snow? Because, again, we're looking at this Colts, the Browns, and the, the playoff game. Very likely they could lose the next three. But I guess what I'm saying is what's the best path forward to saying let's try to win these games, one, and two, how do we, do we prepare for next year?
1: We need Connor <laughs> We need yeah, Connor we need Connor at full health And we gotta have that I mean I, 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 Benny Snell's great Benny Snell is great as a, a change of pace back I think he can run hard and get You know good yardage But he's not a, not the Every down guy uh, And he, he that's happened the past couple of weeks It's happened regularly And I would like for him to do to be able to do it. He just hasn't. Uh, and so getting Connor healthy and going is going to be key for the next couple of weeks.
0: I don't see Benny as the number one guy. I, I, I agree with you. I think he'd be a good change of pace, like number two guy. Um, I, I just don't know about Connor. I mean, Connor some days looks fantastic. Uh, he looks like, man, I mean, he could be super stud. Um, And then there's some days where he just completely disappears. And, you know, he, he was out for COVID. I understand stuff's happening. It's a weird year, but even in past years, I mean, I uh, he had like a couple great games against the Browns, I and mean, he played somebody else that had twenty yards. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you're right. Maybe Connor's the best guy for the end of the year.
1: I, I Connor makes me it's, nervous. It's know. good because we have a game against the Browns, so somebody who yeah. runs against the Browns well would be nice. <laughs> well, that was two thousand fifteen Browns. Where hey hey uh, doesn't matter. It happens. The three, the is, three of the us could get yeah, 100
0: plus yards. <laughs> you
1: yeah. know. Well, well I, enough, I think if it, you're so historical. Then let's get bets. Bet back. That'd be great. Yes, yes. Can we have him? That'd be wonderful.
2: Definitely. Well, I, I, I still think that might be a, a fair option. I mean, at least he could probably bowl some guys over. Um, I, if we don't get the passing stuff figured out, I don't think it's going to matter who we have back there. Um, it's going to be rough either way, and I'm uh, not to jump ahead, but it was I was trying to pay more attention to the offensive line than I have in the past, and um, I've got some grumpiness about the O line. <laughs> yeah, the offensive line's banged up, and they're.
0: Uh, Alejandro Villanueva, who's like supposedly one of their better linemen, and he got abused by Carl Lawson. And, you know, Carl Lawson's good. I'm not saying Carl Lawson's awful. But Carl Lawson's been inconsistent as anything. And, you know, Villanueva looked bad. Uh, DeCastro, I think, is having a good year. Some of the young guys are having a, a, a good year. Um, I, I heard somebody on Twitter was talking about this with Big Ben. They're saying, yeah, Big Ben, when he holds on to the ball, he had to throw it quick for the offensive line to do well. And I think he did that because there's a lot of young guys starting and everything, but yeah, I, I'm with Paul, I, I, you know, the last couple of games of the year and going into the off season, offensive line, man, it's scary, man. It's tough. Mm-hmm.
1: True. I
2: mean, that, that run to the side toward the end of the game with Snell, I forget what, Drive, but he got nowhere i mean it's like right. the bengals just moved our line to where they need to go to stop. he he it's i mean he tried several times to get a break and it just kept collapsing in front of him i want to mention this and, and
0: and i don't want to spend too much time since we're kind of up against a little bit the jimmy smith schuster okay you know Antonio Brown with having the camera in the Kansas City locker room during the playoffs that became a big deal. Now that the Sealers are struggling, Juju dancing on the logo is suddenly a big deal. Now I'm to the point where I I don't think it hurts the team. I think Juju just looks stupid. Because it's one thing, like you look back at when T O was dancing on the Dallas logo when he was off the 49ers. He had like three or four touchdowns that game. And you might say, Well, what a pompous move to make and everything. Well, he scored four touchdowns. Juju had what, one catch last night, if that, you know, and he had a crazy fumble on that. I mean I I I mean, is that hurting the Steelers or is it just
2: Juju being a dope?
1: Oh, unnecessary, so necessary. Well, I think,
2: uh, yeah, I think it's hurt the team in the sense of it's it's giving the other team motivation to light them up, um, which you certainly don't need.
1: <laughs> you do not sorry. need bulletin board which, material.
2: It isn't they, they pretty much did it on the logo when they about took his head off. <laughs> so, so. Well, it's one thing if you could back it up. Like the Chiefs
0: could be a little bit condescending and everything, but the Chiefs are good. I mean, the Chiefs will blow you away, and if they trash stock you, not much you can do about them because they're 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 being too good and yeah well you're right in that catch that you had Von Bell just destroyed him and oh man it was a crazy hit so it was tough
1: and well, I, I go was, back to oh. that was a, that was a very strange hit to me because to me I was just watching the video of it you know like you do with your eyes and when the crown of his helmet yeah, right. hits him in the Face mask in right. the which is attached to his helmet that seems to me to be uh, 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 an unnecessary roughness. Um, the roughing as was on. it would be if a yeah. Steeler got anywhere near doing that, they would have ejected him and ejected the team and possibly thrown the team out of the league. And for some <laughs> reason, not called, oh, he should have held on to it because. You were capable of holding onto a ball when somebody concusses you with the crown of their helmet in your face. I don't know if it was anti... Uh, It was a strange play to me. I
0: I don't think it was anti-Sealers. It's just the refereeing was horrible. The refereeing stunk. The Sealers stunk.
1: The Bengals were
0: below average. The play that we were laughing
1: about where uh, there were five... It was quintuple coverage. Uh, When the, 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 the Bengal grabs him, his jersey, yes. takes his wallet, steals his identity, and, and <laughs> moves to Fargo, and still it's like, oh, why didn't he catch it? You should yeah. be able to catch that when somebody <laughs> right. takes your wallet. Just yeah. insane. And then yeah, no flags. Tough. Why would there be flags for yes. things that are that blatantly obvious?
0: Yeah, it, it was rough, rough. Um, d- Receiving Deontay Johnson had good game. Eric Ebron got hurt. Yeah, Ben, pretty much was asking Eric Ebron to get decapitated. He threw it kind of off center, and you know, Ebron got just nailed. Yeah, I'm I'm like, and and, and, I don't know. You got to the field, Big Ben. Hopefully, I'm like expecting, but
1: it's all part of that vision of the field. I just don't. I was so worried last night. I felt like he just wasn't seeing what the what the Bengals were doing. And so he kept laying in those passes and almost beheaded uh, Juju and and Ebron took a couple of shots. Uh, Deontay Johnson came up limping one time, uh, just it's not laying it in where those guys can get it. But it's hard to it's hard to lay it all on him. It's been two weeks of watching these guys drop the balls, right. drop stuff that's right on their hands.
0: And I'm thinking, too, if you're, you're running game struggling, which you did in the first half. You know, Ben saw not embarrassed second half, but their running game was about nil in the first half of the game. You got to throw it down the field a little bit. And that's what makes me think, you know, Ben's exhausted. Ben's arm's having some trouble. And again, not necessarily he's done, but, you know, he had the injury last year and everything else. Mm-hmm. Because you know, that's how the Browns are doing pretty well. You know, the, the – they have a good running game and the, their play action is working. So they say, hey, you know, let's trick them up a little bit. You got to do something different. And Pittsburgh just, you know, really wasn't able to do anything like that. Yeah. Um, no,
1: that's
0: right. Defensively, I, I thought the defense played okay. I mean, obviously, it wasn't great. They gave up way too many yards. But the offense yeah. put them in a position where they're yeah. on the field most of the night.
1: I mean, I'd I, complain about the defense expect? a lot more if I knew who any of them were. Yeah. I don't know who's playing anymore. Uh, The guy in row F seat 14 is now playing linebacker. Um, So it's hard to even know what, what to fix. The biggest thing is stay on the field longer as an offense and let those guys get a break. They are out there way too much to be able to hold for the whole game. Cause when they're, when they're rested, when the offense was going well, beginning of the third quarter defense is able to do better. They're able to communicate with each other better and, and be in the right places. It's just so hard to do that for an entire game. Well, and I got
2: to tell you, I, mean, I just can't imagine. I mean, the, the one guy I can name out there is TJ Watt. I can't imagine him coming to the sideline, doing his job as soon as his butt hits the bench and he gets that Gatorade bottle. Like, yeah. oh, you go back out there. Like,
1: the oh, thing you go out out well, yeah. it, it, it was, it, that's
2: yeah. what happened last year.
1: I mean, we had it, it, one first down in the first half. Yeah. One. We had to hey, go for it on fourth.
0: And and that's what the defense had to do last year, and that's why they eventually fell apart at the end of the year because they were exhausted. It was just like, hey, we can't do this anymore. I got to tell you, we got to try to be funny here because I'm depressing myself talking about this. (laughs) One of my biggest pet peeves in life, and eh, maybe not life, but at least top ten maybe, I don't like sports stars that, have the same name as a famous player from 20, 30 years ago, because it's so confusing. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh, he played for the Celtics. He was really good. Then he got hurt. He went to the Cavs. and now he's kind of languishing. It's confusing because Isaiah Thomas, the current one's a point guard. The, the legendary Isaiah Thomas, you know, uh, was a point guard for the Pistons. So you got Marcus Allen and Hey, I like Marcus Allen. I like the fact that he's a hybrid guy and he plays linebacker. But always frustrates me how Marcus Allen shares the same name as the great Raiders running back. Does that frustrate you guys? It just annoys me. I'm like, change your name.
2: <laughs> like Marcus this Jones. Is, I, think, I think this is your Seinfeld podcast yes. waiting over. Like,
1: what's the name of guys with the what same name? All <laughs> with players with the same name.
0: Well, because they lost a couple of games in a row. If we, if we were 14-0 by that time, they all could have the same name. I, 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 their whole defense could be named Marcus Allen. Everybody could
1: be named Marcus Allen. Everybody their yeah. name to Marcus Allen.
0: Or, or Ben's, Ben could be Joe Namath. Right? You know, yeah, that's the name. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You can be called Joe Namath. But when you start well, losing be the Bengals and everything world. else.
1: works when somebody's famous yeah. and they're doing well, then a parent is going to want to name their kid after the person who's famous and doing well. Like, that's just. And, I my kid, Isaiah Thomas. That's great. But then that kid becomes a basketball player and he's in the right. same year with the original Isaiah Thomas. And that's. Uh, that's that's inevitable. Like everybody, like all the parents who want to name their kids LeBron, and you know, eventually we're gonna run into a, a basketball team where there's four guys named LeBron on it. True, true. And uh, see, this is where we've come. I mean, I'm I'm
0: very relieved that we spent 40 minutes talking about this because I literally thought it was gonna be 20 seconds. I'm like, let's talk about Pokemon cards or something. I it, uh, it's just rough. All right,
1: um, I think our kicking game is fine. We're yeah. able to up the ball well. Yeah, Jordan <laughs> Barry's, Barry's, Barry's amazing. He got so much work last night. Man, that guy's leg yeah. was amazing. Yeah, I feel See, bad for
0: Jordan Barry's he, leg.
1: Yeah, he's everywhere here. Yeah, look at the
0: Chiefs. they partner punts like, what, 10 times a year? And, you know, he's like yeah, –
1: you look at the stats of those teams. I played fantasy football for a couple of years, and uh, I stopped doing it just because uh, I, I like my blood pressure to be low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stopped liking watching football. I didn't like watching the game because I was too focused on the numbers and everything, so I stopped mm-hmm. doing it. But uh, always pick the punter off of a terrible team because that guy punts all the time. Right. <laughs> you don't punt the punter off of Kansas City. That guy never punts.
0: Yeah, the first ten games here, Jordan Barry, you never heard much about him, and yeah, the last exactly. couple of so games, you to draw...
1: punch her off the terrible team because all yeah. they do is punt.
0: Yeah, it's good tough. day
1: for for for, for Barry.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right, let's pick this game coming up. Um, it's funny, the Steelers started out as point and a half favorites, and then after Vegas saw what happened last night, uh, last I saw, cool now favorites by a point and a half. This game is in Pittsburgh. Um. Now, I hate even saying this now because it's 2020, and you know there will be 100 COVID cases between now and then. And I, I mean, I'm all for it. And, again, I don't mean to mock COVID. COVID's awful. It's serious. Be careful. Wear a mask. But I'm for the Steelers faking COVID. You, you know, let's go Ravens. Let's just come out and say, yeah, we all have, 30 of us have COVID and everything.
1: And, we, we you know, the NFL will be like – Postpone yeah, game this season.
0: No, no, I don't want the to go John Harbaugh and keep moving the game back. Like I don't want to see him go. Oh, let's play Wednesday morning. I went to the and be like, yeah, we have COVID, it's bad. Is anybody dying? No, we're fine, but we have COVID. <laughs> you know, we can't play. And then they'll be like, well, we don't want to forfeit games. Well, I guess we have to. Oh well, you know. I mean, I'm hoping for a forfeit against the Colts, forfeit against the Browns. Let's forfeit the playoff game. I mean, why not?
1: I don't think that works for the playoffs.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just – we are 11-3. We're playing – can you imagine past years if we're 11-3? We're playing a 10-14. and 14, We're playing a 10-14. We're like, man, clear off the schedule. we got to watch this game. This is going to be dynamite. This is going to be nuts. I, I'm looking at this like a root canal. I'm looking at this like, you know, my colonoscopy is going to be happening. I mean, I, I'm just not looking forward to this at all. What will
2: be –
1: if it's like a colonoscopy,
2: yes. <laughs> I've, I've had two root canals; they're not too bad. I, I'd, I'd rather have a third than watch these next two games. Well,
1: you get to be out. That's not fair. If I Why? can have, if I could have a shot and not even remember the game and just wake up at the end and see the final score, that might be easier. Yeah. Well, what about this? I, mean,
0: I got my colonoscopy. I don't have one scheduled. I need to schedule one probably in the near next year or two or whatever, but mm-hmm. man, put that first half of the bingo Steelers, in the game line. Going on.
1: Oh, what, it's what not, it I'll can't be. be any worse than that. So, yes. you know,
2: well, well, Paul, what do you think? I mean, just you I, know. a year ago, I said, there's no way 2020 can be worse than 2019. Um, so there, I am not going to say this game can't be worse. Um, but i'm i am firmly sitting in a seat of saying i i'm going to i'm going to pick a loss until they prove otherwise cuz th- this is getting uglier by the week um we're allowing more points every week our offense has been the exact same thing for the past 4 weeks uh i'm expecting much of the same so I, i'll say uh oh let's just 28-17 okay Joe, what do you think?
1: Hmm. Wow, this hurts. Like I can't. I don't even want to say it out loud. Like I. Mm. Uh no. Uh I don't think it gets high scoring. That's that's my thing. I think it. I, I. I. I think we probably do come out on the short end of the stick, but I don't think it's by much. Even if it just ends up being garbage time second half things where we're able to make up some some points. But I, I have to feel like like Paul, we can't we, we can't sit here and be uh homers the entire time and uh just we're we're not seeing anything good. Uh and uh, until we can see something good. Uh I don't even have any news if there's anybody who's coming back off the injury list or anything. So uh yeah, I there's think we're some probably gonna... of
0: Connor and maybe Vince Williams is what I'm Yeah. Hearing.
1: I mean, it may be it may be twenty one ten, seventeen ten, something like that.
0: I'll be slightly more optimistic. I think Phillip Rivers has never played well. Well, maybe never, but usually he doesn't play super well against the Steelers. The, the Pittsburgh does Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I I would say let's say Colts by three. I I think the defense is going to step up. The defense will pull, will play better. I don't think the offense is going to look as atrocious, but I think the Colts are the better team coming in. It's not. And I think the Steelers will probably play a little bit better, but I'll be optimistic and say Colts by three, but that's what it's going to be. And I'll tell you, if that happens, we're setting up a divisional title game last week of the year against the Browns. Uh, The Browns play the Jets. I think that's at New York, right? Or,
1: um, I'm not sure. Hey, it's the Jets. They could continue to ruin their chances to do well in the draft. So Yes.
0: They, <laughs> they actually went to L.A. and beat the Rams.
1: It's so amazing. They can't even lose right. It's great.
0: Yeah. Well, I- I'm wondering if they're smart. If they're going to be like, we're losing this game. You yeah, know, after <laughs> somehow we
1: won that they game. Already away. The, Jags, the Jags aren't going to win, so they're going to the- end up with Trevor Lawrence.
0: But I got to tell you, I mean, they're proud guys. I mean, I, I heard an interview of Frank Gore, the veteran running back that's playing for the Jets. And he's like, hey, it's probably my last year. I'm not going out 0-16. So, yeah, the team and the fans don't want to win. But, you know, the players sometimes have different thoughts. But, yeah, I, yeah the Browns are going to win that game. I mean, I think we're going for a divisional title. It will be Sunday on NBC, and I, I, I'll I'll be watching something else. I mean <laughs> – yeah. Sound and Music. I mean, this will be the holidays. there will probably be some holiday movie <laughs> on programming. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's, it's awful. Um, yeah, and Did everything... I'll be other- to saying goodbye. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, watch. I'll miss the game and the series will come back and they'll, they'll win like 38-7 to 7 or something, but I don't know. Hey, hey, yeah, I'll watch the game. I'm just being very... <laughs> just... I'm beat up, man. I'm I'm like an abused person. I just feel, well, that's probably not a good example. I, I'm an abused Steelers fan. I mean, they're they're kind of just pulling out my emotions, and it's just tough. I don't know. So rough, rough things. And you know, the other thing, all these teams, the AFC, are looking good. Like the Colts won their game by a lot. Ravens whipped up on the Jags, and I'm like. And usually, when you're whipping up on the bad teams, it shows that you're a force to record with in the playoffs. And we're just not that. It's tough, man. What a depressing hour. I mean, I like talking to you guys. This is always fun, but man, what a depressing. This is rough. Oh man, but yeah, we hope for the best, but I guess we're playing for the worst. Um, the good news, though, is. As long as we don't have a billion COVID cancellations, which could happen, we can actually tape this, Paul, back our normal time of Monday at ten a.m. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm nothing to you guys, but I don't like these night podcasts. These are rough. Ugh. These are tough.
1: <laughs> yeah, the morning will be better.
0: Talking about Marcus Allen and uh, just stuff. <laughs> <it's tough. laughs> And
1: Marcus Allen receives.
0: I like Marcus Allen. Nothing against Marcus Allen. It just kind of it confuses me. I didn't really think they were drafting the Marcus Allen, but I'm like, I mean, like, what would you guys say if the the next hot young rookie is like Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle? I mean, it's like,
1: <laughs> if it's actually Babe Ruth, that's pretty cool.
0: Oh, well, what it was just dope that
1: skinny, <laughs> scrawny up. guy Not that.
0: Tryouts. It's one hundred and sixty or something, you know. Like it'd be one thing if you had the big roly-poly, big Babe Ruth that you know hits seven hundred home runs and is one of the best players of all time. But what if the next Babe Ruth is a one hundred and sixty hitter or something?
1: Yeah, it's like a tiny little <laughs> second baseman, and you're like, "What? Yes, I don't have that name. That's not right." <laughs> I, I <don't laughs> like George. by they- oh, George. All right, that's I, what you should do. I, <laughs> George, I'm gonna- don't, don't. I'm with you. There's
0: probably a LeBron baby boom because, you know, a popular player and everything. I don't know if there's a Babe Ruth baby boom name-wise. Like, I don't think there's a lot of... It's almost like Gladys as a woman's name, you know? (laughs) You don't see. (sighs) Next time we have a baby, we'll just go to our wife and say, hey, we got to call Babe Ruth. That'd be great. You You, you have a different last name. (laughs) Very good. Um, yeah, let me promo upcoming stuff. Had a big day on our podcast yesterday. Um, the, it was World of Pew that changed the change name to the Ohioan long story, but it's good. We're looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a, a weekday morning podcast five days a week. And we'll still be doing the sewage podcast. Hopefully, we're going to be doing this in the February. I got a bad feeling we'll be doing this until next week, and the season will be over. But hopefully, we'll have a longer podcast. But um, talking to Paul and Joe, and we definitely want to continue doing stuff. And we'll do stuff as part of this upcoming morning show. Um, we'll have to our heads together and come up with stuff, because I'm, I'm done talking to Steelers. <laughs> it's, been, it's tough. I'm such a fan. It's get this week's, it's no, get this week's
1: been rough, man gonna be okay it's gonna be okay
0: I, I i i can't take another week of this i mean if they lose fine i want them to lose by three where you're like oh man they looked good but it's just gonna be tough so all right well we, we better get going thanks guys for your time uh, we'll check out next week hopefully next monday 10 as long as there's no cancellations and hopefully we'll talk about win over the colts but we're not feeling too optimistic sewage podcast thanks guys have a great day